Welcome to Ghost of a Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Lignato. I'm an astrologer, psychic medium, and animal communicator, and I'm going to give you your weekly horoscope and no bullshit mystical advice for living your very best life. Back in June, I had the pleasure of going onto Web Crawlers Podcast to talk to Ali, Maria, and Melissa and their animals. And I'm sharing an excerpt of it here with you today. If you want to hear the rest of the episode, you can find them uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. So we were wondering, is there any way you can like communicate or give us any information about our pets or like what's going on with our pets? Because um, we all we all have some weird, weirdo animals. Um, totally <laughs> expected. Okay, so I can always try. But yeah. I always, you know, warn people that like, just because I can talk to animals doesn't mean they want to talk to me. I have to talk totally. to myself. One of them is just like, why are you fucking talking to me all the <laughs> yeah. time? And the other one, <laughs> she is not into it. She's just like super fucking not into it. And the <laughs> other one, it <laughs> loves it. He was a frail cat. He adopted us like less than two years ago. And so <laughs> he chose me in part because we could talk. He's very, that's positive. amazing. That's so cool. Yeah. It's very cool. He's Amazing. So just to say, all to say, right. let's try. Let's see what happens. Who wants to go first? I would I love mean, I would say Allie because I would love dog. to go first. Okay. So what's your dog's name? His name is Asher. What do you actually call him? I call him Asher. Oh, well, no, I call him like Baba. I call him Stinky. <laughs> so okay, and is he is he like a like not a pit bull, but in the pit bull family? No. He He's a little chihuahua. Okay, because he thing. has this. Oh, of course he's a fucking chihuahua. Okay, because he has this real like I'm a tough dog kind of yes. thing going. Yeah, chihuahuas <laughs> are always like I'm big. What bitch? Yeah. I'm big. Um, I've never met a chihuahua who didn't present as a big dog. Um, yeah, well, that's not true. A couple times, but not often. Um, okay, hold on for just a moment. So, do you live with a man? I'm quarantining with my mom and dad right now. Does your dad like try to tell him what to do? No, but that's, is there a man presenting who he hates? Yes. Yes, there it's, is. It's my oldest brother who he really doesn't like who just visited. Okay. He's so mad. He's like super <laughs> fucking mad about it. He's he's just like, you don't understand that I'm yeah. the man. Like I'm the man. They were like having a pissing contest, like an alpha dog yeah. contest. Um, he's uh, he's like very bent out of shape about it. He's, it's, he holds grudges. Yeah. Um, he has a really hard time like letting things go. Um, he feels like you're too forgiving. Sorry. Mm, um, he feels like you let people like people like step on your feet and you're just like, Oh, you really shouldn't do that. And then you let them step on your feet again. And it drives him fucking nuts. He feels like he feels like he's trying to like show you what you're supposed to do. Um, do you date dudes? Yes. He's not a fan of your dudes. (laughs) Um, Sorry. Uh, he's not no a fan. One, no one is, so it's okay. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, he feels like your 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 taste in dudes is is. Uh, he would love to sit you down. Like he would love to sit you down, and like he just feels like if you would ask him more questions, he could okay. help you avoid a lot of problems. Uh, oh God! Oh no! Is it about no, me pooping really or funny. masturbating or sleeping? No, he's 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 totally funny. He's totally funny. He's he's got a really. Um, I mean, ironically, it's like he's he's the kind of person you would hang out with. Uh, yeah, he's obnoxious. <laughs> he's rude. He's judgy. He's loving. He's loyal. 
he's really selfish. Like yeah. he's all the things you like in a man is what he's telling me. Um, except for he thinks oh, he's a much better person. Oh um, God. So he's, a- <laughs> that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. He's, he's an Asher. He's a very sweet person when you have pleased him. Now he has, um, you've changed his food just now. <gasps> oh my God. You're crazy. Oh I my mean, God. Or, or are you? <laughs> or oh my are God. you? <laughs> yeah. I changed it yesterday. Yeah. Jessica. He's not sure about it. <laughs> He's just not sure about it. Did, did, is he eating oh. it? He's, well, he has like digestive issues and I had to take him. I don't want to give to TMI, but after my brother got here, he like had crazy digestive issues because he got so mad and he like started bleeding out his butt. Like he was oh, so what happened oh. after your brother was there. Oh, yeah, that's, that's like kind of so that's kind of what sparked it. And so we went to the vet and we he got put on new food yesterday. So he's still like getting used to it. Is is it the kibble? Is it like a kibbley thing? Yes. Okay, because he fucking hates it. <laughs> yeah, he's I know he's so used to wet food. That he, this is the thing. And this is again, this is like classic of the guys you like. He's like, that guy pissed me off and you want me to change? Why should I have to change? He's like oh very much uh, pissed off about Like he's pissed off that he has to make a change because yeah. somebody else is stupid. <laughs> your brother he's he's got a lot of judgments towards your brother you have a you've got you got you got an issue he really here. hates my brother yeah, yeah. it's he wow. really really a lot of hates people my brother do, according to your dog oh yeah 100 yeah, yeah my brother my oldest brother is really hateable yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and your your mother does with your brother what you do with men according yeah. to your dog yeah um and that should upset you enough that you change according to your dog <laughs> Honey. I love he's, my dog. Yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. Um, he doesn't like it when you, in front of other people, tell him he's cute. Oh. Um, he finds it a little oh bit like God. he's a man. Come on. Yeah. He's oh, my God. God. Interesting. You do something with his with his hands, like you get into his paws a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And you do it around other people sometimes. Yeah. He just doesn't like it when you do it around other people. It's private. It's private. Um, oh my god! Yeah, he like lets you do it because you know you're you're like your besties. That's what you are. You're you're you know he doesn't consider you a parent. Don't even start with that okay. kind of thinking. Um, are he, we boyfriend girlfriend? He considers you to be I'm not sure what the category would I would call it of what he's showing me. He, you're like. The closest is like, I think it was Alice Waters wrote, uh, called uh, animal, like pets familiars. I think yeah. that's the closest thing that I can come up with is like, yes. he sees you as a familiar, not yeah. as, um, as, certainly not as a parent. He's totally, sees, if anyone's the parent, he feels that he, he's my parent. parent. Yeah. Um, and more like, I love he, that he's constantly rolling his eyes at Allie. Yeah. What yeah. you're saying is that she's going around acting like nothing's wrong and Asher is literally like, God, honey. help me. Yeah, he's just, he's really Stop like. embarrassing me. Yeah, he's, he does not like to be embarrassed. He does not like to be embarrassed. And sometimes like lovingness is embarrassing for him. He, yeah. I mean, it's hard to be a chihuahua because they don't feel small. And right. so the fact that they are small means that people treat them like they're small. And totally. They, like, I mean, I've met chihuahuas who are, who are cool with it, but yours is not one of them. No, he, sure. yeah. That's why he hates my brother. Cause my brother, my brother will like almost like growl back at him and then my dog will go crazy like yeah. it's just like a weird ass relationship between them two <sighs> okay the food so he's back on the food um he's really not a fucking fan of this food he's just mad about it honestly yeah. he's just really mad about it i would say um 
Can you just give him a little bit of like wet food? Because you were giving him wet food before, right? Yeah. Yeah. Give him a little bit of that wet food next to the dry food. Yeah. So he can get in. Yeah. Because so he can kind of like go back and forth from tastes. It will help him. Uh, It's also just like he doesn't like. Oh, you drink? No, I don't drink. Okay. So did you go cold turkey? Yeah, I've been sober for like six years. Congratulations. Years. Slash Thanks. also, because uh, he just made like a jab about it. Sorry. He was just like, you expect me to just go cold. He just He's like, you expect me to just quit. You want me to just quit. That didn't work for you. Why do you think it's going to work for me? Oh my uh, God. So, he's, yeah, oh my God. Sorry. he's just a dude. You know what I mean? He's kind of like a dude. So yeah, his, his attitude is like, help me wean. Don't make me quit. Oh my God. Asher, you little butthole. Yeah. He's a really <laughs> sweet butthole though. Like oh the sweetest God. of all the buttholes. That's so funny. You know what he did? He did rip the cover off my off my big book the other day, which is kind of funny. My like my AA book. Yeah. He's trying to talk to you about okay, so you you know, I, I and I don't want to get too too personal, but he's yeah. got a lot of feelings and theories about permission to speak freely yeah, captain go for it. okay yeah. okay um <laughs> okay um he feels that you're at this crossroads and you've been like hedging and you haven't been making the changes you already know you're supposed to make because you've been scared okay. um if i'm being honest he's saying you're being scared and weak um and it's like he's a dog so his <laughs> idea of weakness is a dog's idea of weakness right yes. like this idea of like you know when you're scared what do you do you growl Right. Right. Yeah. And so you, that's not what you do when you're scared, you kind of like recede and he wants you to growl more. Um, that makes sense. And he, he feels that you already know what to do, but you're like, haven't given yourself permission to do it yet. And he's just, the only way he knows how to encourage you is by being aggressive towards you. Um, and, or being like kind of difficult because yes. it's essentially like the idea of, of what happens on a walk. If he doesn't want to walk somewhere, what does he do? He digs in his heels. Right. Yeah. And then you pick him up. He fucking hates that. But the upshot is like in, in dynamic with you, he <laughs> wants you to know that you digging in your heels is just as annoying and it's only hurting you. You oh know? my God, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Well, he's your best friend. You spend all this time with him. Of course, he knows you really well. Yeah. You oh know? my God, that's wow. so wild. That's like me and him to a T. To a T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you, were you the only person who's been his person or is there someone before you? I adopted him from a shelter when he was like four months old. So okay. there was someone before me, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know his story. Yeah. I mean, he just, um, there was somebody who put like bows on him or something. Ooh. He fucking hates clothing. <laughs> he does not want oh, no. you to put clothing oh, no, on him. Wait. Is it you? Are you putting clothing on him? No, I well sometimes, but he has a bow tie. He has a bow tie. Um he doesn't like <laughs> dog it. Dog tie. <laughs> he doesn't like it. He doesn't oh, like anything that gets no. in his way. He doesn't like anything that feminizes him. He's like a bro. He's a total oh, bro. A bro dog. A bro oh, chihuahua. Dog's a bro. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, a bro. No. Do you like bros? I feel like he, that's kind of your flavor. No, I like narcissistic like musicians who look oh. like they'd like keep me in a basement somewhere. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, so he's a cool, definite cool. step up. He's yeah. a definite step up. Uh yeah, he's uh he doesn't like the bow. Okay, Don't I'll do the take bow. That off. Oh. So sorry. I know it's so cute, right? It's very hard. Uh it's hard to be adorable because people want to treat you like you're adorable. But if yeah. your personality is like, don't do that. Totally. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
so, so that's, yeah, that's his take on, on you. And I mean, that makes, I mean, that all makes total sense. Cause I think he's so cute. And then he'll like go outside and like try to kill rabbits and like, and stuff like, so, I mean, like he's just, he's a manly man and I don't, and I just, I want to treat him like a little baby. And of course you do. I would too. Also, uh, but, but also he, he doesn't mind it like in privacy. Yeah. It's in just our, not public. Do you in know our romantic I mean? times. Yeah, yeah. In our romantic <laughs> yeah. nighttime exactly. times, I could cheat on like a baby. But. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. This was incredible. Who wants to, who wants to do second? Oh, gosh. Well, go, do you want to go? Do you want to do your kitty cat? Sure. I'm scared now. <laughs> and why don't you need to see, and you don't need to see them? No, we're or, just talking. Like, but they have to be in the room? No, the cats aren't, that cat, that dog wasn't in the room. Oh wait, is the is your dog in the in the room with you right now? No. No, yeah. No, it's not about that oh. at all. So this is the thing about psychic, about mediumship, and about animal communication. It has nothing to do with physicality. Right. That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. So it's just like if you go back to my metaphor about the internet, yes, I do need to have a device to access the internet, right? Yeah. So my computer is accessing the internet that allows us to talk right now. But it's not like um I don't know. I don't have to be by the modem. I got 5G. You might tell me it's giving me cancer. I don't know, but I got 5G. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I I think, yeah, the animal doesn't need to be physically close to you or to me. They just need to be willing to talk to me. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's just communicating. Animals communicate through telepathy. And I hesitate to use the word telepathy because people have this idea of what telepathy is that's like stupid and from horror movies. Right. Um, But it's just communicating through the sharing of pictures. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Shit. Okay, who's cool. next? Stop, he- stop, stop hedging. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. Yeah, I'll go. I mean, okay. I, have, I have two cats. What are their two so, names? Uh, the oldest one is the professor. She's ten, and then the newest one, he or she's about nine months old. Her name is Charlie. So, is the professor the um, spending a lot of time, like uh, a little bit up, like on a thing up off the floor? Yes, she she sleeps above. Is that new? Yes, it is. Yeah, she's (laughs) doing it to avoid Charlie. Yeah, not in a like traumatized way. She's trying to give Charlie space to like develop. Mm -hmm. Um, the professor is a very interesting cat because she's she got like she's got like owl vibes. You know what I mean? Like she really like, she likes to watch. She's really observant. She's very supportive. Um, Mm -hmm. she's really smart. Um, but she's not always interested in getting in the middle of a thing. Does that make sense? Oh no. Yeah. She's, she stays around the perimeter. She's always just kind (laughs) of peeking out through like bushes, like looking at me. Yeah. She's, um, she's such a serious person that she likes things that are casual because it like counterbalances how self-serious she is. Do you live with a partner? I do. Uh, It's a dude. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, (laughs) She, she, she says that she says, and again, this is why I warned you guys that like shit gets personal because these are the people who you live with. Um, But she says you, both have this like thing that you do where you don't really talk about the deep thing that's happening. You talk about the symptoms all around the thing and Mm -hmm. that she thinks it's really um, hurting him. She's not like very differently than daddy dog. Um, She's not about to tell you what to do. She's not trying to tell you how to feel. She's just concerned. 
you know, and she's invested in both of you. She really likes your, is he husband or boyfriend? He's a husband. Okay. Yeah. He feels, she called him husband. So I just wasn't sure if that was true or not. Um, <laughs> very like concerned and, and kind. And she's actually a lot less concerned with the kitten. Um, when you first said that you got a new kitten, I was like, sure. you need an older cat. I just assumed that she would have a lot to say about that. She's just giving Charlie space to like figure out who she is. Um, yeah, but she does not have a maternal instinct towards Charlie. To yeah, be clear. she does not. No, she does not. <laughs> she, she does not. She does not. She, she has more of a like, um, I'm too old for this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get involved. I have no hard feelings here. That's her attitude about yeah, this. Yeah, that's exactly her attitude. Yeah, um, and that's her attitude about like a lot of things. Yeah, but she yes. has endless energy for like sitting with you in your silence. Mm-hmm. Like, endless energy. Um, she really. That's when you connect with her the most. It's when you're like your thoughts are very loud. She says, um, and and she is very like engaged and interested. And were you close with your mother's mother? Uh, yeah, I was pretty close with her. Yeah, and she's in spirit, eh? No, she's actually the only living grandparent I have. Oh, interesting. <laughs> because your your cat is really pointing to her. So I don't oh. know if your grandmother is somebody that you should be talking to a little bit more right now. Yeah, I've, I've tried to, like, reach out to her more. Like, I've felt kind of guilty for not talking to her more because she's, like, the one that I have connected with the most of, yeah. like, all my grandparents. Um, the professor feels that this is kind of like a pattern for you is that you have all these thoughts and all these intentions and they're so overwhelming that you don't do with them what you intend to do. Oh, sure. Um, And so (laughs) the professor is like interested in you getting more organized um, and coming up with plans and systems instead of insights. Um, And she- That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah, she's a very smart cat. She's a very smart cat. And she also- she wants your wellness, but it's not like she's like invested in what you do in that way. So she's also not going to, she's not, again, very different than Mr. <laughs> Daddy Dog. Uh, she's not trying to tell you what to do, actually. Mm-hmm. She's just like, this is obviously what you should do. You know, do do whatever the hell you want to do. But like, that's just her attitude. She's like, take it or leave it, honey. But this is good, you know, obviously good advice. And she's she's feels that she's told you this many times before. And uh-huh. I think you've sat there and had this feeling that you just had this insight that you should do this. And then you get distracted by the 70 other insights you have. So I think mm-hmm. you are actually hearing her, but you are discounting it as nothing because right. it's, you know, we have this idea that with psychic perception or hearing an animal, it's like the voice of Morgan Freeman in your head. It's like distinctly different <laughs> and it's booming and all that kind of shit. Yeah. But it's really just on the subtle plane. Like I told you about that creep song by Radiohead, right? Like mm-hmm. it's on the subtle plane. So I do think you are actually receiving her guidance. You just are discounting it as like not much. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That is very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that so makes a jealous. lot of sense to me. Don't too. be jealous. Don't be jealous. <laughs> we, are, we are all able to do it. It's a question of, you know, most people have a, that love their animal friends mm-hmm. are good at responding to their needs, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. do you think it's because, and the answer for many humans will be yes to this, do you think it's because you're a superior being who just figures out silly, dumb animals? The answer to that is, by the way, no. Uh, it's because you are, you're hearing them. You're just yeah. discounting mm-hmm. your instincts as your own as opposed to understanding that you are actually like being shown a picture. 
And that picture yeah. in your mind mm-hmm. just seems like, oh, this is my idea. Of course, I should go do this. I'm a human. I'm in charge of everything. <laughs> uh, and that might be true. And it also might not be true. Right. Uh, yeah, and I don't, I, there's no value in overthinking it. Um, right. because the second you overthink it, you stop hearing your animals talk to you. So right. yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. That my was my pleasure. Insightful. Can we hear about yeah. um, wow. Maria's doggy? Yeah. Miss, Miss Piggles. Is Ms. that really Piggles. her name? Miss Piggles. Her name's Miss Piggles. That's adorable. Yeah. Um, is this a little dog? Yeah. She's, she's, she's a little Frenchie. She's, oh, she's a Frenchie. Tw- she's about 30 pounds. Does she have like a, a twiggled tail? No, she's got no tail. If oh. people ask if like we cut it off, and we're oh, like, awful. no, she was just not born with a tail. That's right. They don't have tails, do they? Some of them do. Even some of them have like little nub tails, but she has like a flat bottom. She has what I call the <laughs> shelf. It's oh. just like a little shelf. I understand that. I have a shelf too. It's like barely anything there. Um, so wait, say say her name. What do you actually call her? We call her a lot of things. Yeah. She's pig, Piggles mostly. There's Pig Baby, um, the Angel, Angel, <laughs> Pig Baby Angel. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, but you do you, you don't have a kid, do you? A human child? No. She's our child. <laughs> um Are you planning on having a kid? Um yeah, yeah, I mean, we'd like to, yeah. Yeah. So when you say you would like to, are you actually like actively talking about it and like kind of planning it? I did. We did talk about it the other day. Okay. Cause that's what she's leading with. Um, well, cause I'm not getting any younger. You guys, <laughs> I know. Um, she doesn't, she has opinions. She has opinions about whether or not you have a child um, and when you have a child and whether or not you're ready to have a child. She's a lot of opinions. It's interesting because she's um, of all the animals that I'm have been introduced to here. She's the most uh, hesitant to talk to me. Oh my God. Why? Um, (laughs) She's just a little like, the fuck are you um is she suspicious with new that people? sounds like Piggles okay right. okay what <laughs> she's like a little like i don't know if i fucking need to talk to you but then you know what i just i showed her is like you know you don't have to tell me about you you can just tell me about anything you want to talk about and that's when she showed me the kid thing um because <laughs> uh, she doesn't really want to like reveal herself she's a private person she's not super interested in like she doesn't need to make new friends she's fine with her friends she's fine you know what i'm saying she doesn't want to talk to her to me about her she is you feed her all day long. <laughs> is that true? There's like a lot of laughter here. So I'm assuming this is a thing. Is it? Do you feed her all day long? Maria. She, Maria. <laughs> she gets, she's basically tasted every meal Craig and I have ever had. Like she gets, she gets a bite of every single thing we eat. She's a fan. She's just like, if there's something, you know, yeah. you need to know, she just, she, she likes eating all day long, like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like her thing. It's, or is That's it your so thing? Funny. Or is it your thing? Uh, it's Craig's thing. For uh, sure. like it's somebody's Craig, thing. Yeah. That's for damn sure. Okay. She loves it. Yeah. She does. She loves it. Uh, and she knows that it's different. She, she knows you tone it down around other people. So she knows it's different. Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. They will out you for all the things you do. Um, how old are you? Uh, I'm well, I'm 34. Oh, you're only 34. Okay. Okay. Um, 
she's again permission to speak freely Please speak away. Okay, you're supposed to say uh, permission granted, Captain, but I'll allow it. <laughs> permission um, granted. Yeah, this is sci-fi nerds. Anyone a sci-fi would know? Nothing? Nothing? Yes, okay, cool. Yes. Um, okay, thank okay. you. Um, so, uh, okay. She doesn't think you're ready. Not you, the two of you. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. She doesn't think the two of you are ready. And like, this is, she, she's, this is obnoxious. Um, she's, she's Fail. like, this is the thing you do. You get like fixated on an idea and then you freak yourself out about an idea and you like worry yourself about an idea and then you decide you need to uh-huh. do something to fix it. This is like a pattern for you? Question mark. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Cause yeah, that's what she's, yeah. that's what she says is a pattern, which is why I took off my glasses and rubbed my eyes because <laughs> I was like, well, that's a kind of an obnoxious call out, but okay, here we are. Um, uh, and, uh, she, she just thinks you need to slow down. A little bit about the kid thing because you guys aren't ready you're like not far from ready but you're not ready so why yeah why do this before you're ready do you sabotage yourself because she seems to think that you do this like just in the 11th hour you change approaches um i don't know if it would be change approaches but i definitely like get obsessed about um and anxious about things and then kind of go full full it takes up all my brain space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know if that's been happening for you very recently, but the idea of having a baby. Um, mm-hmm. But she seems to think so. Um, and she, I don't know why this is what she's showing me, but she just wants to put like powder on you so you slow down. I don't know why she's showing me powder on you. Like I don't know powder. If yeah, do you guys do that to her? Do you like have to like put something on her? Well, she gets skin ir- irritations, but it's not powder. It's just a little ointment. Okay. It's like <laughs> this that thing that you, that you do and you're like, I'm doing this to protect you. Stop resisting. Like, I just want to help you. Is that kind of like mm-hmm. the conversation you have? Because that's what she's showing me. It's like a white, it's a white thing. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I just want to do that to you. I just want you to like, take the lick, mm-hmm. take it. It's going to make you better. Like that's her right. association with it. Um, oh my God. And she, I mean, she just has a great life. She says that like yeah. for all the ways that you and your partner are not ready mm-hmm. and she feels that they are innumerable. Um, but, you know, I can't tell if that's true or not. That's just her take. She's she's like a little bit yeah. of a like um, uh, she's the kind of person who you can tell all your deepest secrets to and you will tell her don't tell anyone and she won't tell most of them but she will tell one or two. (laughs) She's like a little bit bitchy, like a little bit bitchy. Um, She's like super trustworthy, except for when she's not. Like she's a little bit like that. Right. Um, And so she, so I'm not sure completely if her kind of like assessment of your situation is totally Mm -hmm. reality, but she feels that the three of you have a really good thing going on. Um, and she then, would, yeah, yeah, she does. Well, of course, you're feeding her off of every fucking meal. Please, she doesn't want to invite a fucking baby into that. Um, yeah, but she she feels that the three of you have this really good thing going, and of course, because she's not thinking about her fertility or yours. That's part of the answer. Mm-hmm. But you're only 34. You're fine. Freeze your eggs if you have to. I don't know. That's easy for me to say. I want fucking babies. Um, but <laughs> I I think that that the upshot of what she's saying is actually really good advice, which is she's just reflecting back to you that. You can have all the things, but if you have all the things at once before you're ready for the things, then it's like, it's, you won't, it's not as good for you. Like, why not wait until it's, why yeah. not eat dessert at the end of your meal 
instead of in the middle. And then you have to go back to your fucking Brussels sprouts. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of her attitude about it. I mean, it's definitely my metaphor. It's not her metaphor. Um, yeah, but she is, um, not super verbal. She's not super interested in other people. She kind of gets all of her, her needs met by you. Yeah. I mean, she loves people like she'll like run up like she, well, what she does, she runs up and then she like gets her, her rubbies that we call them. And then she like walks away. Like yeah. she doesn't need, she likes physical yeah. contact. She likes physicality, yeah. but she's not like, um, like the professor had like literally like a professor's list of things to tell me. Right. Uh-huh. And like, uh, I'm sorry. I just keep on wanting to call him daddy dog. dog I'm daddy. so into him being okay, my good. daddy. Okay, great. Okay, cool. Cause he's totally got daddy vibes. I was like, daddy dog is, is just kind of like, like, let me tell you, you should stop having sex with these men or whatever. And, and like your dog is much more, um, she's not interested in talking to me. So she's Mm going to talk to me about something that's going to help her have a better life, but she doesn't really want to like chat with me. Whereas like daddy dog is like these fucking kibble, you know what I mean? So stupid. (laughs) Um, And I think that that doesn't mean that she doesn't like value physical contact, but she gets so much out of your like tight little home that she doesn't really need a whole lot more. She doesn't want a whole lot more. And she really, are you on court? Are you guys on quarantine? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, because she really loves it. She loves it. Yeah. Care about walking. Yeah. She doesn't care about walking. She she mm-hmm. can take it or leave it. She really just likes hanging out really? at home. Yeah. Do you guys do long walks? <clears throat> Not much because she hurt her 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 back. Mm-hmm. But um so she's, you know, we stay inside quite a bit. Yeah, she likes it. She's not mad. She likes it. She likes chilling. She likes hanging. She likes noshing, you know? Like, she's very yeah. happy with this lifestyle that you guys have going. Like, she's not, she's not, a lot of dogs would be really miserable if they couldn't go for walks. She's not the one. Mm-hmm. She's fine with it. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Pickles. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Pickles is cute. Pickles is cute. jerk. Yeah. Oh, Pickles. Yeah. It's oh, my cute. God. Thank you so much for this. Yeah, this thank is you so, so like incredible and so illuminating and like so on point for my dog at least. Um, yeah, yeah, crazy. What? Uh, just to reiterate, like if people want to contact you or listen to your podcast, where can they do that? So um, I'll start with the disappointing thing of I'm not taking clients at this time. So if people okay. are like, oh my God, talk to my animal. I can't do that for you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, so this was like a special fun thing. Ooh, um, thank you. My pleasure. Thank my pleasure. You. My pleasure. My pleasure. Oh my God, totally. Um, I so, so there's that. But you can send in questions to my podcast at oh, cool. ghostofapodcast.com to have me talk to your animal or whatever else. And I have some episodes up of animal communication stuff I've done. Um, one of them is called Pussy Problems because it was about a cat and it was a problem and I thought it was very clever. But <laughs> I listened to that one. It's really I good. love it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think it's really good. So um, so people can find me there. They can find me on the, the social medias. Uh, you can download my free app for iOS. It's called Tiny Spark. What else? Whoa! What is it? What is it? It's, it's like um, it's like a magic eight ball for millennials. It's like pink, and it says things like "move the fuck on" or like <laughs> "stop oh. asking." You already know the answer. Yeah, and it's free, and there's no ads because I'm very bad at business, but I love <laughs> cute tools. So yeah, so um, so you can totally like download that and read my horoscopes, and I have Patreon, I have all the things. You know, amazing. Yeah, yeah. all the things yeah. you gotta all, have. All the things. I do the things. I do the things, <laughs> and you can find me anywhere. And you know. 
like I said, L-A-N-Y-A-D-O-O. Awesome. Um, Thank you so much. We're so appreciative. And everyone make sure that you you follow and listen to Ghosts of a Podcast because it's awesome. And thank you again for being on. We so appreciate your time. Oh my God, I've loved it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, well, that was incredible. Uh, I think it was pretty on for all of us, I would agree. Melissa, Maria, you, you guys agree? Yeah, it was awesome. That yeah, was, that was that, that was, was interesting. Sick. It had a lot of stuff to think about. Yeah, a lot of stuff <laughs> to think about. Uh, my dog apparently is a huge asshole who hates me, <laughs> but I kind of I love that about us. My <laughs> dog is a bro. a bro. I want to get him like a little backwards cap and like a beer, a beer. <laughs> I want to crack open a brewski for him. Um, He's your daddy dog. That's He's like makes me horny. Dog. You cannot. I cannot start calling my dad, <laughs> my dog, daddy. That's like my horny word. So yeah, as as usual, once your book's open, I'm definitely going to book an appointment um, for tarot yeah. or maybe to talk to the dead. Um, so if people want to follow us or donate to us, Melissa, where can they go? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or Reddit. We got a Patreon. Perfect. That sounds good to me. That's about it. Uh, anyways, I am Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. And I'm producer Maria. And I'm Mrs. Piggles. Um, okay. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Powered by ACAST. In a recent court reversal, ex-felons in the state of Florida must now pay fines before voting in November. This could seriously impede the ability of hundreds of thousands of voters to cast a ballot. It comes as no surprise that five of the six judges who supported the decision were appointed by President Trump. Help pay the fines on behalf of the ex-felons through the Florida Rights Restoration Council. They're a grassroots membership organization run by returning citizens who are dedicated to ending the disenfranchisement and discrimination against people with convictions. Visit floridaarc.com to learn more or floridaarc.com slash donate to give what you can. Okay, let's talk some astrology Also, let's talk about the world. The first thing I want to say before we get into the horoscope for the week is that when an old man during a pandemic insists on walking around without a mask on and spends time with large groups of people indoors and outdoors without a mask on and that old man gets COVID-19 Who's surprised by that? It is a pandemic, people. Don't let it pull your attention away from what happened earlier last week, where that same man during a presidential debate told the Proud Boys to stand by. That should be all we're talking about. That should be all we're talking about. Now, listen, if you hear me say that and you think, well, as spiritual people, we should have empathy for the president or for anyone for having COVID and for suffering. To that, I would say, 
in many ways, yes, I agree. It is unwise to become the thing you hate because the thing you hate is hateful. And so you hate it when it so you hate it in response. Like I, I, I get this kind of like as a spiritual, empathetic, sympathetic person to be able to not basically become uncaring and inhumane, even towards your enemy. I think that's really wise. But I think also there is a meaningful difference between having empathy for someone's suffering and taking up space in public discourse with that sympathy or empathy. Because the truth of the matter is the current president of the United States has harmed people through his negligence. So let's stay focused on what actually matters. You know, what actually matters is what people do. In many ways, the current president and lots of politicians can be very silly people. They can be kind of like jokes in various ways. They can be easy to memify or make fun of. But what they do, what people with power do is not a joke. It's really serious. And it's very important that we don't allow ourselves to become distracted and focus instead about how they are using their power and who they're using it for, who they're using it against. There's a lot to stay focused on. And, you know, I don't know if you remember this from my 2020 year ahead horoscope that I dropped right around the new year, but we are in a place where propaganda is just, I mean, overwhelming. It's just overwhelming. And you don't need me to tell you that. You're living in the world, right? I'm sure you've seen the difference on social media. I'm sure you've seen the difference in the news cycle. We are dealing with an unprecedented amount of news and content and an unprecedented amount of bullshit, basically, in our pocket computers and our desk computers and all that kind of crap. So I want to encourage you to be really critical because soon, very soon, in November and December, so jumping forward a little bit here, we will have a couple of eclipses and they're going to be in the signs of Gemini and Sagittarius in that polarity. And these signs, these zodiac signs, not talking about sun signs right now, I'm talking about zodiac signs, are related to news, to truth, to storytelling, to propaganda, to our ideas and attitudes, what we take in when we read something or watch something, what we hear of what's being said. You know, that's what those polarities kind of can encompass on a social level. And when we're going to have eclipses in these signs in this particular period, when we have so much else going on, including but not limited to a forthcoming Mercury retrograde, you know, it's really a recipe for what some might call a damn disaster. I want to encourage you to take pains to cultivate critical thinking right now. And if not, if you can't, if you're just like, that is not my personality, I do not have time to think about critical thinking for news, then I would encourage you to pick reliable sources. And if you see something in the news, if you see something published in the world, and it seems shocking, even if it matches your feelings and your assumptions, if it seems in any way shocking, my strategy is find a search engine, see if you can find two to three other news sources reporting the same story. If you can't, then it is likely that you should not trust that source that you're reading, right? And if you can, take note of the source, you know? If that source is like some weird ass, never heard of it before, 
blog or, you know, quote, newspaper, then maybe be a little more critical, maybe do a little more research. It's too easy in this time of great stress and fear to fixate on ideas that match our feelings. And it's not a left-right thing. It's just a human thing. So take pains to take responsibility for what you take in and what you make of it, where you put it, you know, because real lives are on the line. And it's really important that our actions and not just our thoughts and feelings, but our actions tell the story of our intention. That means making sure that we act with integrity, that we only share things that we've done research on, that we, we, know, we know to be true or we firmly believe to be true, not just based on feelings, but based on some measure of intelligent research. And let me remind you, I'm a damn animal communicator and psychic astrologer who's telling you to be critical in your faculty. So if this weirdo can do it, you can do it too. See, you can do it too. Now, if I'm being honest, I'm pretty damn tired. You know, I'm pretty tired of uh, the roller coaster of emotion that is this time in history. It is really emotionally and spiritually taxing. Because, you know, I have a podcast and all I damn do is talk all the damn day. I do want to speak to things that are important to, to me and that I feel are important to the world. But also, I just want to hold space for we don't always have to have an opinion formed. And we don't always have to put our opinions into the world. It's okay to sit with your feelings, sit with your responses. It's okay to not have the bandwidth to do research on this terrible thing or this inspiring thing that you found out and to not, you know, turn it into a truth before you know whether or not it is a truth. It's okay to take your time to process your feelings, to research the data. Everything doesn't have to happen yesterday. You don't have to be on top of the news every hour. You want to find a pace in life that you can sustain and to know that that pace is going to change from sometimes day to day, sometimes week to week, sometimes month to month. Whatever it is that you're going through, however it is that the world is impacting you or hitting you, you're not alone. That's for damn sure. I don't know where you're at, but I know I'm not alone. I know you're not alone. And I don't know, for me, that's a little comforting. Anyways, Ghost Babies, it's time for your horoscope. This week, we are looking at October 4th through the 10th of 2020. And it starts off with a transit on, that is exact on the 7th. So you're going to feel it for several days leading up and several days uh, afterwards. As with every transit that I mentioned every week, I named the dates that the transits are exact, right? So that doesn't mean you only feel it on that one day. You're going to feel this transit for a bunch of days leading up and a bunch of days afterwards. This bad boy is called Mercury opposite Uranus. Hi. So Mercury opposite Uranus is stressful. Mercury and Uranus are both related to your nervous system. They're your mind or how you process data. And when they sit opposite each other, ooh, it can, it can really kick up some nervous anxiety or nervous tension. It can find you uh, just really anxious and not anxious in a like, I, I don't know what's real way, but in an anxious more in a, 
I'm overstimulated way. You know, if you have any kind of like adrenal fatigue or nervous tension, this transit can be especially taxing on your system. This transit inclines us to fuck up details, honestly, because we're so busy rushing that we lose track of them. For some people, this can be kind of an accident prone transit, especially if you are a cyclist. Actually, uh, Mercury is related to the bicycle and Uranus can be associated with accidents. And the reason why it's associated with accidents is because Uranus lives so in the future that it's not here in the present. And when we're not in the present, guess what happens? We fuck it up. You know, we make mistakes. And so the tricky thing about Mercury opposite Uranus is We will often jump to conclusions, feel really anxious, say things wrong, not hear things correctly, think we press send, but really it goes to drafts, like that kind of stupid shit. And so what I want to really kind of empower you to do uh, this week, pretty much throughout the week, and especially on and around the 7th, is to really center a couple of things. The first one is getting grounded. So Getting grounded might mean you feel feelings you don't want to feel, and that's why you weren't grounded to begin with, right? So slowing down and getting grounded can look any number of ways, and there's a million resources out in the, out on the internet. Getting grounded means slowing down. That's what it generally means. And getting present. So if you're moving really slow already, then it means getting present in your slowness. And if you're moving really fast or full of distractions. If your life is super full of distractions, it means kind of clearing away distractions for a moment and being alone with yourself. Now, getting grounded is a great place to start. The other thing I want to encourage you to do is be selective with which thoughts you chase down and follow. Mercury opposition to Uranus is very scattered energy. Man, is it scattered energy. So the best you can do with this is attempt to limit your field of focus, to give yourself permission to not figure everything out right away, respond to all the emails instantly, whatever it is, right? Mercury opposite Uranus can also be associated with upsets in relationships. Now, the reason why it's associated with upsets in relationships is because uh, secrets can be revealed or upsetting information can suddenly come up. If you are somebody who thrills in shit talk, you know, be careful what you say, because if it's mean spirited, if it's bullshit, it can come back at you. It can come back at the person that you're doing it to. If you are somebody who thrills in gossip and shit talk, I invite you to ask yourself this question. How do you feel when other people do it about you? Uh, Hopefully the answer was right there on the surface for you. And uh, maybe that motivates you to change. Maybe it doesn't. I don't fucking know. I'm not here to judge you. Uh, I'm just trying to say Mercury opposite Uranus is a great time to take a little poke at that one. Little peek, little poke. One more thing I'll say about this Mercury opposition to Uranus. It's something that I've been saying, I think, fair amount lately. You have tools. Use them. Don't seek new tools all the damn time. Use the tools you got. Support your mental health by being interested in it not conclusive, not scared, not abandoning yourself, but actually being interested in, these are the thoughts I'm having today. This is how I feel today. What is this about? Can I just stay with this and be a little bit interested in this today? Inquisitiveness 
is where Mercury and Uranus both thrive. So if you can strive to be inquisitive, to be interested in the things that actually serve you, what makes you tick, what's happening inside of your mind, that can be really impactful, more impactful than talking about other people and what they are or aren't doing or what they are or aren't feeling. It can be more impactful than just scrolling through data and consuming data in a loop that creates more anxiety. So it's a lot of words for one transit, but it's kind of an intense transit. And because Mercury will be retrograde shortly, it goes retrograde on the 13th of October. So don't worry, I will talk about it incessantly very soon. Because Mercury is going to be retrograde, this transit is going to come back for us very soon. On the 19th of October, Mercury is going to oppose Uranus again. So whatever it is that does or does not come up on and around this date, it's going to come back for you. You're not going to like escape it or anything. It's going to stay activated, right? So there's hopefully a little bit extra motivation for you to really be interested in your own mind, in your own attitudes, in what you're consuming, and to be critical without overstimulating. You know, fuck, the ninth. (laughs) The ninth, we have a Mars square to Pluto. This transit sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. It sucks. So Mars is retrograde in Aries. I've dropped a bunch of content about it. Please do, if you're interested, re-listen to episode 141, my little hot take on Mars retrograde. But you know, I've been talking about it a bunch. So you can listen to it in a bunch of uh, earlier episodes as well. But Mars retrograde in Aries, forming a 90 degree angle, aka a square to Pluto, is intense. And it's exact on the 9th. We will be feeling it all week long. You will be feeling it for many days leading up and many days afterwards. Honestly, I think the whole Mars retrograde is colored by this transit by Mars square to Saturn and Mars square to Pluto, which is part of why we are living through such intense, tumultuous times with so much violence and so much greater awareness around the struggles of people and the problems with policing And even why we are seeing kind of this like uh, popularization by the United States president of a violent male only hate group like Proud Boys. So Mars square to Pluto is exact on the 9th. And so on and around the state, we can expect to see some shit on the tip of COVID. Be incredibly conservative, my loves. Be incredibly conservative. As I've said it before, I'll say it again. Mars in Aries is associated with spread, rapid spread. It's fire. It's a fire sign, fire planet, and it's on. You know, I am here in Northern California. And again, you know, windows and doors closed. Orange skies. It's more than a metaphor for, you know, millions of us. But in the context of COVID, I want to say be really fucking conservative. You know, be really conservative. I know it's frustrating. Mars square to Pluto tells us we are going to feel resentful of the compromises we're making. We are going to feel frustrated by the compromises we feel are enforced on us by our circumstances, by others, by people in power in particular. But it is really important that we really think considerately and we think about others. It's really important that we are managing our health. And for those of us in Northern California or any other region that is being impacted by fires, really take pains to protect yourself if you can and do what you can to help others if you can. Because 
living in shit air quality from fires doesn't do a whole lot to your immune system to help you fight a flu like COVID-19 that can actually be quite destructive to you and to others. So just be a decent person and uh, be careful, please. You know, I don't care if you're young and healthy and all your friends are not really acting like it's a big deal. Just wear a fucking mask everywhere you go. Stop hanging out indoors in groups of people without masks on. Come on. I'm begging you. Anyways, Mars square Pluto, this transit. Mars is associated with anger and aggression and war. And Pluto is associated with war and resentments and shame and power and dominion, healing and destruction. Mars is the male symbol, uh, conventionally used as the male symbol anyways, and it is a planet that is associated with the archetype of maleness and masculinity. When these two planets form a 90-degree angle by transit, a lot of things are possible. And one is a continued conversation around toxic masculinity and maleness. This can be a time on a personal level where you just feel really frustrated and resentful or past traumas old shames, old resentments. They just feel compulsively stuck in your body. Mars is the body. It is related to energies that require visceral expression, right? They need to be released through your body. That's how they want to be released is through your body. And so when we are dealing with something like Mars square to Pluto, you can just feel in your physical system, the sense of shame, the sense of resentment, the sense of rage, And depending on your tolerance for those feelings, that could shake down in a lot of ways. If you don't really know how to feel those feelings, you may be feeling anxious. You may be feeling victimized. You may be feeling sad or physically exhausted. And it's not good or bad, however you feel. If you find that, let's say, you're feeling truly exhausted around this date, I want to encourage you to try to investigate is underneath that exhaustion rage is underneath that exhaustion, some form of anger or resentment that actually needs your attention so that it doesn't tap your vitality. When we deal with our core emotions, it's not only more effective, it's also, if you kind of get into this like psychological metaphor, I think it's used in spiritual worlds as well. It's not so much my my shtick, but if you think of yourself as having an inner child and also of you yourself being your own inner parent. When we kind of repress emotions that are core to who, what we're feeling, right? When we don't have access to them or we repress them, it's like our own inner parent is abandoning our own inner child. We're letting the inner child run the show instead of having the inner parent kind of determine what's best and use its wisdom through what it's learned over the course of time. This week, especially on and around the ninth, but this week, my loves, really try to access your wisdom. Try to access your like, quote, inner parent so that you can determine what your more reactive, less mature, strongly emotional sides need from you. Do they need some firmness? Do they need tough love? Do they need a fucking break? Do they need to just like, you know, turn off the lights, turn off the internet and lay in bed for a fucking day? You know, like what, what is it that you need? You might not be able to give it to yourself, but knowing what you need, not abandoning yourself, choosing yourself, being present for your feelings, your felt experience, that's kindness. It doesn't mean everything works out. It doesn't mean everything's perfect. It doesn't mean that you have the room in your life to do the thing. 
But it does mean that you don't abandon or harm yourself in the process of whatever shitty life circumstances you're struggling around. On a social level, I'm not going to make any kind of big predictions, but, you know, it's, it's kind of a big transit. So definitely be on the lookout. On a social level, what you want to pay attention to is trolls, because this is going to be a great time for trolls. Trolls are going to be so happy. They're going to be like, oh, it's it's troll country out here. And I'm just a troll living my best troll life. So don't engage with trolls. To quote Brene Brown, you don't have to be a jackass whisperer. As soon as you figure out that somebody is not actually trying to like have a conversation with you, they're just fighting with you. You don't have to give them your energy. It's not a good use of your energy. Be really intentional about where you give your energy because where you give your energy it takes your energy it's what you're feeding so be really intentional about what you're doing be really intentional about who you're engaging with and pick your fucking battles wisely my loves because whenever pluto is involved especially by square or opposition the energies work like a goddamn boomerang and they come back at you So if you don't want to get into shit, don't start shit. Don't engage with shit. If somebody wants to have a conversation with you that you're not ready for, you are perfectly entitled to say, I am not ready to have this conversation. Let's schedule it for X amount of days later. With this transit, you may find that you have to take a stand, that you have to stand up for yourself or others, or you need to stand your ground. You may have to deal with bullies, or you may find yourself acting like a bully. In all the cases, again, I reiterate, you are not what you do. You are so much more than what you do. But also, what you do or don't do speaks volumes about what you are, right? So make sure that the way you're engaging and what you are giving your material time, effort, and energy to is a reflection of what you believe in and what you want to contribute to the world. And not just an off-gassing of your own toxicity because it's too hard to hold on to it, right? And I, when I say your own toxicity, I want to be really clear. Every damn buddy has toxicity because everybody has Pluto in the chart. We all have toxic feelings. We all have toxic thoughts. We all have toxic behaviors. That's being a person. It's about what you do with them making sure that you're not polluting yourself or your environment. That's the goal, right? It's finding ways of converting that energy. And all energy can be converted, including your rage, including your heartbreak, including toxicity. It can be transformed and transmuted into something usable. So as I like to say, when you cannot be hopeful, get determined. When you cannot be positive, that's okay. Strive to get neutral. You don't have to have it all figured out. But this is a great time to challenge yourself to engage with passion and dedication for what you really believe in, for what you believe to be right. Now, that brings me to my last transit of the week, and it's on the 10th, an exact Venus trine to Uranus. This transit, I honestly don't think will make much of a splash um, given the other transits going on. But Venus trine to Uranus is really great for energizing us around our relationships and what we value in general. Happily, this further enforces our capacity to act in deference to what we value with that Mars square to Pluto. 
on its own, this transit is associated with being able to, you know, meet people in a kind of more easy way, having fun connections. It's great for artistic and creative expression and appreciation. So like listening to a record and being like, holy shit, that just that just reset something for me, you know, that kind of stuff. It's really great. Now, because of the heaviness of Mars-Pluto, I'm not sure if it will really like give us the sparkle we need, but it'll certainly put wind in your sails. As long as you keep on coming back to, does this reflect what I value? Am I acting in ways that express my values? Am I centering my relationships that add value to my life? Am I showing up with value to others? These are great questions to kind of have in your dear diary or have in your like mind for this week in general. I mean, with life in general, obvi, but in particular around the 10th and the 9th, you know, around these these exact moments for the transits that I'm speaking to. And to know that it doesn't have to be perfect for it to be right. And it doesn't have to be right for everyone for it to be right for you. Find your truth even if that means struggling and stumbling along the way to get there. You know what I mean? Okay, I want to remind you, my sweet and beloved darlings, that I got this project called Zodiac the Vote, and I'm very fucking excited about it, like very fucking excited about it. There's a bunch of astrology articles on it. There are astrology-themed t-shirts and such and thus for sale. Proceeds from the sales of those shirts get split between the Black Voters Matter Fund, the National Center for Transgender Equality, Native Vote, and Vote.org. So, you know, they go to they go to organizations that support getting out the vote here in these United States of America. There's also on October 11th, a Mercury Retrograde Survival Guide for Voters. Who doesn't need that? Who the hell doesn't need that? around this time. So look out for it. If you're interested, subscribe to the newsletter over at ZodiacTheVote.com. I want to also invite you, my friends, to, you know, give me a five-star review. Write me a little review over at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts if they allow for a review writing. Like I've said before, it's not, it's not for me. I don't really care about reviews, but my cat, Panda Elizabeth Henry, He's really, he's obsessed, you know, he reads the reviews, he's into it. So consider Panda and write a damn review. Every year they say the end is near, but we're still 